0: Hello and welcome back to It's Not Just Black and White, where the topics that we discuss are most likely going to be controversial. So if you're easily offended, or even very difficultly offended, this may not be the place for you. As always, my name is Eli Lake, and I'm sitting here with Jordan Brown and Corey Bearclaw. Hello, hello. Gentlemen, how are you? Wonderful
1: fantastic
0: obviously i want to thank you both for coming together once again so this week we're going to be diving into the more philosophical end of our conversations and we're going to be looking at two religions that i i know that we barely heard of and two religions that you know you guys may not have heard of it's pantheism and the baha'i faith a lot of the questions within the these belief systems There's are similar questions to those that we've been asking even as we were developing and questions that several people have been asking for centuries right uh, along the lines of physics and the universe and where we come from and where we go after um so i mean without further ado really Cor- corey berkla i know that pantheism that's where we're going to start tonight i know that that is the belief system that you've kind of adopted nowadays so can you tell us a little bit about how you found it and what it means to you and what it's done for you
2: yeah definitely and uh to start off i would say that um as much as i would like to say that pantheism is a religion i see it more as a philosophical point of view and a way to interpret what god could be it may not develop the same following that christianity or baha'i faith or islam can have um but at the same time it it's a way to construct your thoughts in um, a certain order. Yeah. Uh, To start off, I'll kind of give the story of how I found pantheism and how I found it was by actually falling away from Christianity. And the way I fell away from Christianity was I had my doubts of it and I didn't really have that strong of a belief system in it because I didn't really believe in a uh, uh, religious order or uh, like organized religion, organized religion yeah uh, to say at least right um, and I wanted to find some philosophical truths or logic inside of religion and uh, I tied that into Christianity so for one example in Christianity or in many religions it says that God is all-powerful all uh, there everywhere um, they're all-knowing and everything like that. Yeah. So I said to myself, what could be everywhere, all-powerful, all-knowing, and can see everything that's going on everywhere at every given point in time? You saw
0: it as a riddle, kind of. Yeah, right?
2: yeah, exactly. And it was a riddle. And, and what I found and came to a conclusion was that the only thing that is everywhere and is is the most powerful thing of all is the universe. The universe is literally everywhere because the universe is everything and everywhere it's in its nature Yeah, and it's the most Mm -hmm. powerful thing that we can ever think of it can see everything like i want to use the word it but i don't want to personalize it because it's not just one thing right um but it can see everything because it is everything yeah um and so that kind of you know gave me the first bit of logic in terms of finding out what god could be uh and then after that i kind of divulged into the uh realization that even though you could be the most sweetest kindest person in the world and you know you could follow a religion to the t follow the the scriptures the never sin in any religion you have you could still walk out on the street get struck by lightning you could be driving down the road and get t-boned by a car and killed no matter how much you follow the religion that doesn't mean that that's going to guarantee you extended life yeah and so i said okay what's something else that can kind of play a more logical role and i thought of the what the best answer would be was karma karma you know if you treat people well you're you're going to be treated well as well um and so that's kind of the only belief system i could adopt because it's all just a coincidence and a statistical average of whether or not you live long and that's kind of you just have to take it with a grain of salt so from that, I kind of developed my own religion with my own kind of beliefs and just went and personalized it out. Like what I saw was right and wrong, I kind of developed that because when you think about it, there is no absolute right and wrong in any way, shape or form. You can't just say that killing is absolutely wrong no matter what, because there's always gonna be wars. And what if someone else is trying to attack your family and you need to kill that person or they're going to continue attacking your family? Okay, well, then you sin and you're not allowed to go to heaven. So I said, okay, there's no absolute truth in the world. So you just have to take everything with a grain of salt and everything is kind of relativistic. Um, And that's when I, like I said before, I developed my own religion. I even went as far as calling it cory corytheism yeah. Like cori- <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um and that only lasted actually a short amount of time because I was actually describing this uh to my fiance back when we were first talking, and uh she dis when I was describing this to her, she said that my beliefs aligned a lot with pantheism, and then I went and looked into pantheism and found out that pantheism was almost exactly uh almost exactly had all of the same beliefs that I had, right. um, so then I just started following it, started researching it more and thought you know if, if anything this is the way that I believe and I'm gonna go with it.
0: So let, me, so, so let me ask you a question right, in pantheism for you to create your own subsect of this religion <clears throat> of your own belief system that is allowed, correct? Yes, so what I what I was understanding from the uh, one of the videos that we watched on pantheism, and I'll link it in the description, um, that that pantheism highlights these universal truths. So it's not saying that we are sa- we are saying that you should believe in these universes. It's saying that there are certain universal truths. Now you use "don't kill" as the example, but universal truths in the sense that we have now then agreed upon them. In that sense, because later on we'll talk about universal truths that are like mathematical truths, which who can argue with those, right? But in my opinion, how I was seeing what I was, uh, how I was interpreting it is that they've basically, in a lot of ways, grouped these universal truths together. And in many ways, it's created an anti-religion. You know, not to say that it's anti-A, the concept of religion, organized or otherwise, but anti-religion in the sense that it, it doesn't say that there's one uh, one prophet that you should be attached to, and that's the only people or followers that you should be, right? But what what I'm trying to say is that it's not necessarily to them about organized religion, right? As you're saying, um, yes. But it's more about ideas in which humanity already has has organized,
2: you know, yes. these ideas. So yes. I mean, I would say that it how how I think and how I perceive pantheism to work is that in terms of the belief system, it, it almost works like a a democratic rule of law. You vote what you believe is right. And the majority of the people who vote and believe that this belief is correct end up winning in that. And, and everyone else kind of shares in those beliefs as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And there, like, like I said before, it's not necessarily a religion because it doesn't have, uh, you know, the Ten Commandments per se. Yeah. Uh, But it does have its general principles of, you know, treat, treat those how you want to be treated. Um, On top of that, it's, it's a more of a philosophical thought of just trying to understand what the universe is and what God could possibly be. It's not necessarily attacking how to treat each other.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. And so what really connected to me was the disorganized aspect of it. And I'm just going to go back to it so we can close off the point that I'm trying to make. Is that they've suggested organized ideas. okay? Because even if they're saying that take all the good parts of the other religions and big them, that's an organized idea without providing the infrastructure to organize people. Because, you know, like there's no pantheist church, right? There, yeah. It's a disorganized religion in that fashion because people don't have one day where they collect. Even you, Corey, you know, you came across it nonchalantly like, oh, I have these beliefs and these guys are kind of saying the same thing, right?
1: Yeah. But I also think that's kind of the beauty in it, right? Because it's mm. not organized as we've seen from these like organized religions. Um, a lot of like chaos and greed and power um, can come from that, right? And it takes away... Um, a lot of the underlying I said meaning behind it
2: yeah mm-hmm. and you know the a a great word you used in uh in your last sentence ali was infrastructure um when you when you talk about organized religion i feel like the only way a religion can become organized is through ritual for example prayer In in islam you have the five prayers In uh christianity you pray at the end of the night or you pray to god at um, a, a church or something like that and then you have infrastructure where you build church, churches and mosques and temples and stuff like that mm-hmm. pantheism uh, from my perspective and my research on it doesn't have any of that because it doesn't necessarily believe that that's the most important part having rituals and having these things where you need to go on these strict days you need to go on it, it's just a general basis of ideas that everyone should follow because it's just for the good of humanity Like, you know, for example, that, you know, you shouldn't kill, like, yes, you shouldn't just go down the street and kill someone for no good, good reason. But if you have a good reason to kill them, then it can be understood, you know, that. Well, I mean, it
0: can be argued, but that's you're talking on a moral basis. If you look at like in a courtroom, it's only like what can be proven. So even if you are or you're not like, let's say, you know, they have the crime of passion where your lover cheats on you and then you kill that person. That's justified, right? I mean, even that seems a bit extreme, okay? So if it's justified, and literally it's like, that's another thing about love. Look at how powerful that is, that people understand, regular people, that love will drive you to murder. Yeah. And, but yeah. that even is allowed because we have accepted these ideas, right? Yeah. And we have come together, even if we've not come together, we elect the representatives that have come together. To not only roll out such policies, but also like to ensure the things that we subliminally agreed upon are rolled out and maintained on a consistent basis, yeah. And I think within within pantheism, we should for the for the heart of our discussion, I wanted to bring up because he references the guy in the video references you know Christianity and Islam, and I wanted to talk about a little of the some of the things that you know, that we've seen happen, like for the, ex- for the example, I'll get right into it, which is, you know, he talks about the Bible, how in the Bible, it basically says, um, the, like God, because the main question that is like, not that God doesn't exist because they're not atheists, they believe God exists, but who or what, they're trying to explain God, right? Yeah. And even still, they're going about it in a speculative manner, because there's, you know, we don't have the evidence either way. We cannot prove. No matter how much I believe, that doesn't make it the truth, right? Um, but there's this eternal God, unchanging, all-powerful, invisible, absolutely sovereign. He is patient and He is merciful, but He is also angry and He is vengeful. Um, in a lot of ways, what what the guy in the video is implying, and I kind of agree with him, is that. Let's say in Christianity, we have the historical record of doing so in Islam and, and uh, Judaism, we have this. It's like there's this holy man. I'm trying to get to this point, right? There's this, there, there, there's this concept of men that are holier than others, right? Where this is the same thing with Martin Luther, but I'll give you the example. Like, for instance, I was talking to my mom one day about religion. I was talking to her about heaven. And I asked her about heaven, and then I asked her about her cousin, who is an imam in Karachi, right? So he's a leader of a mosque. Everybody comes to him to listen. And, and I asked him, what about him and heaven? So she said, yeah, him and his family, they're in the VIP line of heaven, okay? Yeah. She literally said that, I and I immediately dis- disagreed, and I hit her with so much logic using our own religion because I don't believe that. I, and for instance, the, guy, the advice that that man once offered me did not help me, so I don't think he's any wiser than anybody else. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I said, no, that's not how it works even with, the own, with our own religion, right? When, for instance, Muslims stand to pray together, as you were mentioning earlier, it's said that no one man is more than another. When you're standing shoulder to shoulder with your fellow man, right? And when you're literally bowing down to a higher power together, there's no room for a superior being amongst you. Right? You're all bowing, you're submitting. That's what Islam means submission.
2: And when you submit, you're all equals.
0: Yeah, and you're all submitting together and to the same power. Yeah. So I do not believe that some men are holy than others, right? I have the Protestant example, Martin Luther. The Bible used to be in Latin at that time, and regular people couldn't read Latin, and they had to go to these ministers of the church to have it be interpreted to them, and then, you know, human bias that's where that comes in so martin luther was like yo we don't need these gatekeepers he didn't say yo <laughs> we don't need these gatekeepers of information or access to a, this higher being uh we can read these words ourselves and interpret them for ourselves. and they kill they jailed and killed them for that yeah right? um so what do you guys think about these um how they're supposed to be these holier men. And Jordan, I mean, I guess let me ask yeah. you directly because your family comes from, you know, pastors. You mm-hmm. have so many pastors in your family. So tell me what your perspective is. Well,
1: my perspective honestly is uh there is nobody like holier than the next guy, right? Mm. It's that's not really what it's about and sure. that it doesn't say that anywhere mm. in the Bible mm. that I've read that yes. somebody's more holy just because they're a pastor or whatever. They might be their their job as a pastor is to they're able to interpret the word of God and speak it to the people, right? Make it so that way they can understand it, right? And ultimately, uh, the church is a way to uh, fellowship, right? It's coming together, you know, worshiping God, and that whole type of deal. But me personally, growing up, I've had the same thing, you know. Just like what like Martin Luther said. I mean, I've seen like pastors who aren't that good of people. We've seen it. Uh, Throughout the Catholic Church, all these you know you hear all these things, sure. right? There's 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 plenty of people who are supposed to be these holier men. Yeah, and who just are, to
0: add to that, I'll tell you because you know these horrible things that we're quote unquote not necessarily saying fully. This is not just a you know Catholic thing. This happens in all the churches, all the synagogues yeah. everywhere, right? Yeah. This is a con. This is a larger problem. Maybe we can do a whole segment on that, but yeah, it, it's across the yeah. board. Yeah,
1: I, I mean I've seen like people who were trusted with responsibility to take care of like funds for a church, steal that money. Yeah. Right, right, so, right. I mean, it's beautiful suits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, it's that, that's how I met as in the organization factor of religion mm. really has done a like detriment to it all. Mm. Right. And you start, you know, you can look back thousands of years, right? It's, People, they were able to like construct these like power structures uh, you bring that, up a good point. that like turn it into a, you know, like there's one person on top and then that's where the money flows. See, right? You bring
0: up a good point because I've always been a firm believer that, you know, the it's not the word of God that is um, bad or e- evil nature because that kind mm-hmm. of defeats the purpose, right? Mm-hmm but even still all these major religions who had prophets they they weren't r- recording this as the individual let's say Muhammad or Jesus were speaking or Moses they wrote them hundreds thousands of years later yeah. correct like again that's where we always talk about history can get misconstrued yeah um what about your your thoughts
2: i uh, i completely agree with jordan in the sense that organizing a religion or organizing behind one belief in the sense that you need to go to somewhere some place and do Uh, strict rituals over and over again can breed uh negative aspects of that religion um and especially if you have holy quote unquote holier people um because then those people can become build a superior or superiority complex yeah um and then they feel like they are above the humankind and then they Believe now that they are God or they are the mm-hmm. prophet of God, yes. and then, then they yeah. start construing the words of whatever God could be yeah. and mm-hmm. then that can have a negative aspect on God yeah. because then they try and change yeah. the writings yeah. of whatever really yeah you and you know from.
1: they speak about that in the Bible this is called like temptation yeah right that 's exactly right, so they they 're supposed to be doing god 's work, and then they get this temptation from say like the devil or the enemy is is Mm -hmm. also a way to say and like which corrupts them
0: now let's say they indulge in that temptation right what Uh does it say to do after that repent yeah that's one of the things the concept of repentance i wanted to talk to you guys about Mm -hmm. i want to hear either what you learned about it or your thoughts on it and then i'm going to tell you the muslim perspective and whether or not whatever i believe i think is irrelevant for this conversation but i want to see the islam side and i want to see the christianity side and then i want to see like the pantheist side, because we kind of learned that as well. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we tell the people about that as well. So let's let's discuss that. I just put a repentance concept.
1: I mean, you know, like you can call it like repentance. I say it's like forgiveness, right? I think that's between me and God. That yeah, but you have must any... first
0: repent, right? before
1: I mean, forgiveness. not in my opinion. Oh. I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was like, well, like course, I have, so I'm a Christian. I think I'm a good Christian. I don't like... Go to church, do all these things, right? You know what I mean? But that's between me and God. That's my relationship with God. Agreed. I tell God, yeah, like, I did this, you know, like forgive me, right? Uh-huh. I mean, like that's 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 what it is. That's the whole that's what I mean, like the organization structure of a church You repentance, have a cool God, you, you just talk to him, like yeah. It's supposed to be your personal relationship, right? Yeah. He's my friend, he's my father, right? Yeah. This is like uh
2: that's and I can
1: say, deep. man, I've been blessed, right? I mean, it's done a lot for me. I told you guys a little, you know, you know my little, like, prayer story that just happened this week, right? It's, yeah. it's just out of nowhere, right? I I just spent a bunch of money on my car. I got it all back plus more, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's, like, out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it to There's that. So,
0: in. pantheism brings up the concept of karma that you were talking about again, right? If you... Yeah. And this is kind of a construct that exists across the board in many religions. And we'll talk about all the different things or many different things that are like that. But this concept of, you know, if you put out good unto the world, the world will then reciprocate that energy, vibration, yes. Yes. those actions.
2: Um, and uh, But uh, to tie it back to repenting and uh, forgiveness and stuff like that, I, in my own personal belief, and no disrespect, but I totally believe it's garbage to have that belief i think instead of repenting it's forgetting and it's not about forgiveness it's about forgetting because Mm. what you're trying to do is say oh i'm sorry i did this to god and then think that god is supposedly supposed to forget when he's all knowing and that's you know know, ties back to my conflict with at least my my christian upbringing like i was like okay that doesn't make sense if he's all knowing how is he supposed to forget or forgive um and then I realize, okay, if people want to repent on it, it just means that they've come to terms and accepted that they did wrong and want to move forward and change their behaviors going forward. And that's kind of my belief in and what repenting really is. Um, it's not necessarily asking for forgiveness. It's just coming to acceptance that you did wrong by yourself and you're going to change.
0: Absolutely, I think the 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 factor, the link between all of this is in repentance is is, is the guilt. Because if you have guilt from something, then you're going to ask for forgiveness from somebody you believe who can give you that forgiveness. Yeah. Or forgive yeah. you the thing that's bad that you know is bad. Yeah. You know, so on and, and so I forth. Would,
2: And I would say that that person that you're asking for forgiveness is not God. It's, it's yourself. You're asking for forgiveness from your conscious, in a lot of subconscious ways. self. Yeah. Because you, you like you said, guilt. Guilt is only built up in your own subconscious and your belief system and what you believe is right and wrong. So when you're asking for forgiveness, yeah, you could say you're asking for it from God, but you really you're asking yourself to stop thinking and dragging yourself. That's exactly
0: that. where right. I agree with you when you're saying it's about forgetting, because as long as you keep thinking about that thing, you're gonna keep repenting or asking for forgiveness yes. if there's guilt.
1: But um, so, like, forgive me if I'm wrong, but isn't you know, pantheism have to do with like God is is the earth, right? God is, is everything. God is like like where we're in. So if you're asking yourself for forgiveness isn't God also within you or independent? So you're technically still, you know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's, it's a personal thing, but it's not necessarily like, uh, saying, sorry, I did this. It's realizing what you did wrong. Right. So like you said, like moving like forward, but learning from your mistakes. Right. And as I said, like, if God is all knowing, this is under, this is an understanding thing as like, Oh, you're growing you're being
0: you know you're becoming a, a man or a, a better person. So with pantheism that's mm-hmm. a great point you bring up because with pantheism it's g- important to know that um, they, it, how they're saying it is that the universe it, they're not saying that God is different from the universe. they're saying the universe is, is God. God. Yeah. So the universe is God's um, uh, body okay uh-huh. and God is the universe's mind or this god that we know because it says that there's certain like mathematical truths truths and laws that quote-unquote the universe abides by uh-huh. and it is he's saying that that's god and that god abides by these laws for us so to keep the you know certain places cold or a tree shaped a certain way i'm, I'm just making random things up you know yeah but the will of God, and then is that like when we see these actual reactions in the in the universe that we can actually observe? We don't know what any of them mean. That's mm-hmm. where the speculation, and not only this religion but several religions, like that's where really it comes in speculation, mm-hmm. till we have evidence. Until I've always pictured God as you know, it's funny even as a Muslim, I've always pictured him as not a I didn't picture him as a white guy. He just had fair skin. And nobody told because we don't do drawings. We don't do, you don't do drawings, okay? In Islam, don't draw nobody. And I always still saw him as a guy with a white uh, hat, like a brim hat, that the classic Muslim hat, white beard, white robes, Hmm. and everywhere around him is light. That's how I've always pictured him, even today.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you know what's really interesting about that is, I've honestly never even had a picture of God in my head.
0: Whoa. Yeah
1: yeah i I don't what do
0: you mean
1: i don't picture god as like a person
0: like a light then
1: i don't know like a light i don't know i have to like think about that for a little bit but i mean i've never really like put a face to it
2: or anything or what an image is so go for it so to kind of touch on that point if you don't have an image of god like i've never really tied god to being some human form feature yeah um how I tie God is I you know, I go out into nature, I go look at this beautiful view and yeah. I'm like, Man, this is beautiful. Uh-huh. And then that is kind of my view of what like God this is. Yeah. Just, everything yeah. is God the majesty like, yeah, the of beauty, nature. Yeah. Yes. 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 And and you could look at something as small as a a tree growing and be like Man, that is beautiful. There's a tree. Life is growing out of the ground. And this is just God because it's just his nature.
0: So to close out on repentance, I wanted to tell you guys like in Islam a little bit what it says. And obviously, if I say something wrong and there's a Muslim listener, please (laughs) correct me because I never want to say the wrong thing. But um, So it says everybody sins. Okay, everybody sins. But when you do sin, ask wholeheartedly for forgiveness. Those that do will be forgiven. Those that sin gravely will burn for some thousands of years. But true believers or true Muslims can and will always end up ascending to heaven. I don't know if you... Like, did you guys follow that right there? Because it's a bit much.
2: I followed it. It's just... It sounds more like, hey, if you follow my strict rules, then you're going to go to heaven. And I sometimes... like you can't have these strict rules in religion.
1: I like it. I mean, I think it makes sense to, I you, think right? it makes sense. It's this is of the reality. Religion, yeah. Yes. This is this is we are yeah 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 and I think it's like, you know, when my big thing when it comes to religion or or god, right, is it's faith, right? And faith isn't supposed to be, you know, like something that always makes sense, right? Cuz you're believing in something. And uh corey you like to go out into like nature and see these things you're like wow this is beautiful i like to do the same thing and i just think it's like this beautiful thing that the way i see it is like this is like god's works you know what i mean Mm. this is like what he made the way i view it is it's it's perfection and Mm -hmm. that's why uh i feel like this all these laws or truths or whatever you know, they come up with it, but it doesn't explain the perfection as to even like the human body. Our bodies are perfect. We can heal ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're just like Wolverine. It doesn't happen super fast, but we can heal ourselves from Mm -hmm. anything. Yes. Right. We use all these things in nature that can heal us. All this, the structure of the, you know, the ecosystem and all, it all just works perfectly together. This beautiful like system down to the smallest little cells.
2: See, uh, I can actually tie that back to pantheism and kind of my logic of um, Mm -hmm. how life came to be, how the universe came to be and things like that. Um, And that really was created through when I was trying to create logic in my own religion and stuff like that. I Mm -hmm. put Darwinism uh, outside of the realm of just, you know, life and, uh, you know, the strongest will survive in terms of humans Mm -hmm. um and other animals and and attached it to everything in the universe from from atoms molecules um particles and stuff like that until it became planets you know you have all these atoms that uh oh you you have this you have atom one trying to combine with atom two uh but they don't have connections so they bounce away from each other and never end up and they're like
1: beyond they're like the smallest fucking things they're like They're like beyond, and that's what I think it's like, it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, I was going
2: to say, but then over time you have all of these atoms that do Mm -hmm. collide with each other, that are compatible with each other, start connecting and building and then you create molecules and then these molecules then go through the same process, uh, a process of elimination or Darwinism in a way, um, until they start combining and creating, let's say planets and then that these planets start having different, uh, Different molecules, different Reactions, sets of stars, and, yeah. Different, yeah. different uh, construction, destruction of planets through um, co- collisions and stuff like that. And then you finally get to the the concept of life, and you know you have, let's say, life or molecules or cells um, going to all of these different individual planets, but they never end up being. B- Thriving because they're on the they're they're not in the right environment. But then they land in a planet that has all the right environments. Which is let's say let's go with simplicity with just Earth. And then they start um, building on each other, going through Darwinism, getting stronger and stronger because the the molecules or cells that can't last for a couple of days, but then you have other cells that last for weeks. Those ones are going to survive and then keep on reproducing, and reproducing, and then getting bigger and bigger and then soon enough you actually have life and then it comes to the human and so on and so forth i mean
1: i so that's the the like theory of like evolution right and all these things like coming i wanted together. to ask you
0: do you do you believe in evolution
1: no like mm-hmm. to a certain extent yes right which but, extent i mean like i don't believe that so i so i believe that you know, creatures change over time right they adapt right that i believe that aspect of evolution but
0: which creatures look like?
1: I well you know so like you look at
0: mostly like animals that are not us
1: yeah so uh so you look at like horses right you know they if you look at how they depict an original horse it's quite drastically different than mm. what you see now right mm. and uh Fish, maybe, or really, it's like what you see is you know, so like sharks, you know, say in the ocean, or just like you know, that whole like marine like wildlife, because it's been relatively undisturbed by man and was able to evolve all these years. And I don't. The reason I, I I don't believe it is because it's like the the idea of one tiny like molecule turning into. You know, combine, finds this other molecule and then it turns into a thing and then it gets bigger and bigger. And then next thing you know, they're like coming out of the water onto the land. Mm-hmm. And then next from that, it turns into like a million different species. Well, and then man... Can I also
0: say, that. because my religion says the same thing. It's yeah. like, we believe that because God said that it was like it is. People the, came like it is, right? Adam and Eve.
1: Well, I, I, yeah. So I, I think that, yeah, it was like made, right? So the universe was... It was made. Created. It was created. It was... Everything has a purpose. Every, as I said, it's just too perfect. Mm. Everything is too perfect. There's not... There's nothing that's off or wrong about it. The only thing that becomes wrong is when you factor in the like, human error, right? Because we're and, trying to manipulate these things and understand.
0: Exactly. And pantheism is not necessarily saying anything different. I have a list a little bit later Well, that around. was
1: my thing about like yeah. pantheism because like pantheism seems like it just accepts like a little bit of everything yeah it says all yeah, all like, gods are tolerated yeah it's like all gods like but yet it's 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 like it says that all gods are like tolerated but yet it like limits the like their gods as to whatever else right and then it's I would like say
2: that i would say that pantheism uh, is it's all encompassing towards what god is god mm-hmm. is um, it It could be you know one one God, many gods, whatever or mm-hmm. not many gods, but since God's a universe, it's just yeah. all different ways of describing what God, what is. God is But yeah. on top of that, then you have the descriptions of morality and what uh, what is good and what is evil, mm-hmm. and I believe that that is just the different different variations of religion, but all religion is just one it comes from one God or one one place, which is yeah. the universe. And then it, the, the the differences between morality come from the individual who is speaking and preaching those truths. And then what pantheism says, is like, okay, well, there's a, there's a lot of rights and a lot of different uh, religions, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of, there's some wrongs with every religion. So it's like let's cut out all of those wrongs that you know majority of people think of, uh-huh. and tie them all together in one bundle. I agree. Okay. I
0: think that. To bring it back is that the main question that pantheists start with is whether God exists and how can we now begin to explain that phenomena, which is God. Mm-hmm. Now, what we've discussed so far is also about um, the theological side of it, right? Because that's the first question you are, you would ask if you're trying to find, you know, who's God. You're going to first start with the people who are telling you who's, who God is or what, quote unquote, God is. Mm-hmm. And The other aspect is atheists, right? Because atheists do not believe in God and that's not what pantheism is. They're not even telling you not to believe in God, right? Yeah. Um, but we, they say that with atheists, right, they, they subscribe to the multiverse theory, that there are an infinitely many number of of us in these different realities. And the reason that we are existing and, conscience and conscious in this one is due to a number of is due to like a high probability of like our cosmic dice that was rolled, you know, that got us to this. So, uh, meaning that we're the winners of a vast cosmic ladder. Like we really did well, right? We're winners of statistics. Think about yeah. the
2: billions and trillions of different uh, um, e- equations and chemical reactions that happened over, let's say, thirteen billion years, because that's yes. what scientists say the the, the amount of universe. Yes. around. You have trillions upon trillions of different chemical reactions. You don't think some are going to start tying together to create things, and that's how we have the world. It just exactly it, it just makes sense. But
0: in in both ways to segue right in both ways, in the theological aspect and the completely don't believe aspect, both of them, both of the cosmology of these uh, belief systems. Let's say atheism and um, we talk about Christianity and Islam, or I guess that's all three. The multiverse theory is just as speculative, unprovable as the traditional concept of God that we subscribe to. And again, I want to also say that, you know, I'm still a Muslim. Although I'm asking these questions, it does not change necessarily what I believe. At the end of when I was done learning about pantheists, I'm like, yo, am I a pantheist? What's, what's going on? Right? I'm confused even myself. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a very heavy thing that it's just as speculative as science. And I don't today believe that science and religion are two separate things. I believe, you know, when we talk later on about the Baha'i faith, their leader, the Baha'i faith main guy, they said science and religion are not two separate things. They are two wings of the same bird. And you bo- and you need both wings to fly. Right.
1: I feel like science is a way of trying to explain God. Does that's what like, humans have like been logically. trying to do. Yeah, that's yeah. what humans have been trying to do, trying to explain find the reason of our existence right that's been the big key question everybody wants to answer yeah so
2: so on that note jordan um i i remember we had a discussion off off the record just we we're talking in general um and you brought up that you were in class once and uh, i think it was an astronomy astronomy class and geology talking, geology class geology. and they're describing how you know earth came to be how the universe came to be 13 point something billion years ago and they described what was going on 13 billion years ago. And you said that it was a bunch of, um, you know, lack of a better word, bullshit. And like, you didn't, didn't necessarily believe in it. Um, but then you just, you just now stated that science is trying to describe the universe and describe God. Mm -hmm. So you have all these math, mathematicians, great minds that go on and do physical, um, theoretical physics Mm -hmm. and, you know, use the calculations that we know today that are proven to be law or, you know, very strong theory to say the least, Uh and apply these to calculations that can describe the universe and describe the location of planets and stuff like that at certain points. What I'm trying to say is how uh, you're saying that science is trying to describe God, but then when science describes the universe, and how it came to be, you, you don't believe that that's yeah. true. Yeah yeah. So so yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so, so can, you, can you describe the distinction there? Then?
1: So it's because when you're trying to describe something that happened 13 billion years ago, it's all speculative. That is huh. insane. That's like an insane amount of time ago that you, your our brains can't even comprehend
2: well, that's why how we much have computers. time there is.
0: No, no. Computers good. only know what we what we implement them. into them. Yeah. The, the yeah, data. Yeah, but they're ones.
2: based off calculations and mathematics, like with that, like we've talked about before. That follows strict laws of the universe. You're saying the universe has strict laws as followed, and the mathematicians have found these laws that have to be set as theories. So there's a lot of thermodynamics, and so yeah, like but
1: the, but so these laws that all these that, that, that they've like come up with are literally bound to this earth right we don't we haven't been to mars we don't we haven't been to or
0: mapped out or, the stars ma- or, or gone
1: outside of our even like galaxy we don't know if the same type of you know, gravity laws apply outside of here that's all speculative. Or well, even then, with gravity, right?
0: Gravity's not a, like it's not like a yeah. It's, it's all force it's all a,
2: it's 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 speculative. Like you can say the law of gravity is a theory, but mm-hmm. every single time you drop a pen, it's gonna fall to the floor, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, the yeah. point
0: is, you, it could be called assholery. It could be called anything.
2: But and, we do know what's going on, on Mars. We've been on Mars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but
0: yeah. so they even say with Mars, um, Mars is like future Earth in the sense that eventually all this red shit and all the rocks is going to break water is going to form different uh, uh, substances chemicals are going to come in the air then it will just basically look like earth they just they say that it's like a early early on earth cuz at one point right according to the geologists earth it was a earth, old is, earth
1: that mars mars used cuz all of the apparently all of the water on mars has now went yes, into the ground yes and, but if and you look at ice and I, I
0: read this theory once basically like how life on mars would make happen and they're making the implication that that's what happened on earth this earth basically we we can now send to mars like in in a manner we could generate these test tube babies we could populate mars you know and you would send them let's say elon is going to go right whoever's going to go you're going to send them with a group of administrators okay who are going to go there and their sole task is to raise that civilization on mars so they could make their own God. They could make their own implementation. They don't even have to be capitalists if they don't want to, right? Uh-huh. So then everything down the line is only structured to what those four, like, members of society in the beginning, like, wanted. So that's what you were saying. Like, that's, even if Mars was old Earth, right, it's literally going to happen all over again as we're, as we're going there now. Like, it, it, it just would become that again. We'll make the lake. Are you kidding me? um uh, to bring it back to pantheism right <laughs> yeah
1: I, I was about to go off on like a complete different like yeah yeah you know, maybe uh, a complete good. different like you know tangent as to yeah could that have happened here on earth yeah because you're yeah, right we could be know, searching with. for like suitable planets but back to pantheism yeah.
0: right It identifies god with the universe or the universe right. as a manifestation of god so there's a number of things that they said that are not uh, what pantheism is saying, right? i just like to go through some of them because some of them are kind of uh, interesting. So they're not nature worship and they specifically said there's not, they're not new age or Wiccan beliefs. That's like beliefs, um, like new religions like Scientology or religion around like mysticism and magic and things like this. They're not that, they're not these evil, creepy people. They're not atheists, okay, it's not atheism. And they do not deny they they don't ask you or they don't deny god's personhood christianity or 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 the concept or possibility of life after death right because that's one of not these but even the baha'i faith that's one of these universal truths are like not universal truths but all religions really do talk about this that this is not the only reality that you will ever experience you're either going to move on or you're going to get reincarnated into a piece of shit or whatever yeah and that's the
2: other thing I definitely believe in is reincarnation. You believe in reincarnation? I'm not saying that that's what pantheism follows, but I believe in reincarnation because reincarnation doesn't necessarily mean, hey, I'm going to be born as a new human. It just means that my, the, my body, my substance is going to go back into the earth and then that the products of my substance are then going to be birthed back into life through decomposition mm. and then through, Fair you know, enough. whatever it is through plants. And then when those plants die, they go in the air and then, yeah. you know, soon enough they could be absorbed by another... Being of, of uh, you know or an organism that yeah. then goes and creates life again, and uh, then so I so you think that, that, that your body
1: is going to become a part of life, but that's right? literally but this is it is thing. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah well that's that's so He's I was yeah, I, well, yeah so what I was meaning is that your your like consciousness isn't yeah. going to be there anymore. That's what you believe. All right. yeah where does your consciousness yeah it was where's your because like, yeah of course your body is going to decompose and become a part of the earth again yeah but that's where's the soul but though? the soul like you're like you like yeah, who you so are you're i would say there.
2: that consciousness and soul and the soul are two different things it's not i don't want to say that i don't believe in the soul but i don't i think that consciousness is real i believe in consciousness but i don't necessarily believe in the soul because i i think the consciousness think and soul are the same exact thing. Yeah, i agree I, with I you. Agree. So, but great. then i also believe that consciousness is only developed like when you're born. You are born as a book with no no writing on the pages. And throughout your life you start your brain starts filling writing words it. and filling out the book. Yeah. And you and every time you keep on writing and trying to make decisions on what to write next you look back on, on previously written pages to make new decisions on what to write so. next. And so when the book is done, you can't write another, like the same book again and put that book in another book, correct? It's to, that book's done. So then when, you're, when you die and your composition of your, of your organic matter oh. is birthed into another uh, organic matter changed, you're not necessarily going to have that old book. You're going to start a new book. Yeah. And the next book and the next book and the next book. So your consciousness can come with life, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be the same. Thing. So I
0: believe that consciousness are, uh, and the soul are intertwined the same thing. So I'll tell you, my religion doesn't tell me to believe in reincarnation, but I believe in reincarnation. But not to be reincarnated as a cockroach or something like this, because God forbid, God forbid, <laughs> here we go. Um but I believe that this consciousness that exists in you, this soul, I believe it's the same thing. This this consciousness that exists, it requires something in this lifetime. You know, in my case, I know what it is, or maybe I still don't know what it is. But I believe that in in the in the lifetime of this physical self that you're given, if that consciousness or that soul does not acquire what it is looking for to achieve that peace to then move on to the next level of existence the next phase of existence of this afterlife because I believe in that I don't necessarily believe that it's heaven but I believe that there's an after okay but I believe that you'll be reincarnated not as a cockroach but as still a human with the same consciousness different personality because you'll be your upbringing will be different but the soul in that sense of the consciousness wants that same thing so in my case I I really it's like a weird thing to have to even know this so firmly I don't obviously it's not the truth it's completely speculative but I believe that I, I was a person in my family or either in my family or somebody who was connected to my family f- several generations ago and I'm reincarnated because I feel like the the thing that my soul needs is not necessarily a new thing it's an archaic concept that clearly it did not achieve in the other times
1: yeah well I mean I feel pretty similar to that. I mean, I think it's you die and yes, you'd like, you know, your body is supposed to, as, as, as it says, you know, like in the Bible, you know, you, you return to dust, right. Or whatever. But, um, like all Ali said, I think you are like reincarnated. Who knows? Maybe it's a man, maybe it's something else. But, uh, I think that everybody, uh, who's, Place here on earth you know like there's like some people who do big things are like oh i was born to this or this is what i was meant to like mm. give to the world right yeah uh that's like them playing their part and then you know or like they will actualizing die, the thing that then, it yes that is what it you know and you die and then you're like reincarnated new book clean slate you don't remember anything from your past life but you're just you're put back into like the cycle or whether that's like a different realm of reality a different realm of consciousness or it's back here on earth or it's heaven or who, like who knows i don't exactly, know yeah but i i think that you're like reincarnated and it's just your consciousness will go elsewhere and do whatever it is that you were meant to do
2: uh-huh well uh, and you know to bring it up about soul and you know consciousness and soul and differentiation between the two I believe consciousness is the way you think and go about making your everyday decisions. Soul is like the energy or life force that's inside you. um, And you know, that's kind of it. And then when you die, your soul goes up. Uh, Not what I believe, but just in general belief, souls go up to heaven or go down to hell or whatever. Um, And you know, that's kind of another struggle I have with religion and organized religion in general is that there is a heaven or there's a hell because that's essentially having in a, you know i uh, maybe uh disrespecting in this sense but i don't mean it it's okay is that it's arrogant to say that there's another realm outside of reality that that souls go to that is would be heaven or hell that yeah. oh the universe your soul goes outside of the universe to this mystic place then then you're just there for the for the rest of eternity. eternity. Well, if you yeah, don't I, find like meaning,
0: if, is just as a person, if you, if you have no meaning of existence, you kind of need a God to believe in so that you don't blow your brains out every day. You know what I mean? Like, yes, but that doesn't <laughs>
2: necessarily mean that you need to have a place to go in the afterlife. No, well, yeah, yeah, I agree that, with you. that That is outside of the realm of the universe.
0: And I agree with you in the sense that it can be arrogant.
1: I think that that so it might not be a hell or it might not be a heaven but there is a good and there is an evil mm. and there is like wicked people and there's good people sure and i believe that uh maybe all the things that the good people can have the evil people might not necessarily get i mean and that could be like a like fairy tale type of you know like belief sure but um i truly believe that uh there's like two forces on Earth or in our life hmm. that uh, one, as I said, one is for good, one's for evil. There's this constant war, and I think it'll always be there, right? Yeah. And so, like, there's this movie on like Disney Plus. Right? Okay. Yeah. I think you guys would like it. You should check it out. It's called Soul. Really cute movie. Oh, it's a cartoon movie. It's a, yeah, it's a cartoon movie, but I think it's a you know it's it, it's a cool it's it's I'm not saying that's like how it is or anything like that, but really cool because there's like a guy on there he's like so it's like people die of all different types of ways right and then they go to the after right which is like it's like this black you know like little like circle and people are just on this like assembly line almost their souls are right and there's a guy who keeps track of it all he's like doing these insane math calculations right and then when one guy he was like i'm not trying to die and he was doing everything he could to like get out of that assembly line and he somehow like slipped out and then like the guy was like the count is off and i'm never wrong and i'm gonna go find this guy <laughs> and, and like so you know it's you know it was yeah, it, it's know, just it was really an interesting cool perspective yeah. interesting like perspective
0: but i think like the biggest thing and i think this is a good uh good like area to close or a good like area closing for pantheism it's that i think we can all agree and i'm going to give you and i'm going to read you evidence of this is we can all agree that at the very least all religions okay all major religions at the very least they are agreeing and they're saying two things at the least two things i have much more but two things at the least one be nice to thy neighbor they're all saying that right number two is the example of the golden rule in one way shape or another So I'm going to give the example, okay? And I'm going to read you the exact verses where this is available in each text. Hinduism. Everything you should do will find in this. Do nothing to others that would hurt you if it were done to you. This is Mahabharata 5, I don't know, 51517. Buddhism. Do not offend others as you would not want to be offended. Taoism. Taoism. The success of your neighbor and their losses will be to you as if they were your own. Confucianism, is there any rule that one should follow all of one's life? Yes, the rule of the gentle goodness. That which we do not wish to be done unto us, we do not do to others. Judaism, that which you do not wish for yourself, you shall not wish for your neighbor. This is the whole law. The rest is only commentary. Christianity, in everything, do to others what you would have them to do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Matthew 7.12 Islam, none of you shall be true believers unless you wish for your brother the same that you wish for yourself. I don't know what are the major religions there are.
1: I mean, I think those are like... The universal truth. I mean, we say that we have these like laws, but these are like the The truths, the golden rules. And that's what I really kind of attracted me to the whole like Baha'i faith uh, because uh, I've talked this way a long time. You, Ali, you know, you're like a Muslim, but you're like my brother. And I have such deep respect for the Muslim faith because I think it's. It's real and there's a lot of the same things going on. And that's one thing I, I didn't like about you know, like Christianity, right? You're like trying to like punish you know, people that might not have ever even heard of like Christianity, right? There's a lot of people who on other yeah. parts of the world never got handed a Bible, never even seen one, yeah. but then they're going to be like punished. And that means that like, they're going to go to hell. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. think it was. I mean, that you way.
0: see, like I, when I was talking to your dad, your dad is honestly a sweetheart of a man, right? Mm-hmm. But he, even so, he was just saying to me that I'm gonna burn in hell because I don't, I haven't accepted the full extent of Jesus. But I believe in Jesus as much as the next guy. Yeah. And he was, he didn't mean it like, oh, I'm bad and I'm gonna burn. He's just because I did not accept in the way that he's accepted. He's like, hey, man, you're gonna burn. And I don't feel like I don't feel offended or bad. It's like that's just what he was told
2: you don't believe Jesus is our savior yeah
0: it's because I did not accept fully Jesus into my heart and
2: thus see and that's my like my problem with just any kind of religion Mm. is that believing one individual person is your savior and that's why I actually when we were researching Baha'i I I found some similarities and belief systems that I totally correlated with that uh, you know the Baha'i culture comes from an approach that there is only one true God. There, what, however you want to describe that God yep. is, you know, neither here nor there. But that God sends, imp, uh, what was it called? Imper, impersonations of him. And there, and then those people go and preach the word of God the mm-hmm. best that they can. And then that creates individual religions of God. Yeah, they're prophets. Yeah, and yeah. I think,
0: yeah. uh, so the Baha'i faith has a lot of these references. And we're going to get a little bit deeper into it. But that's... That's like what pantheism. I think we had a nice discussion on pantheism. So anybody who's looking for a new religion in their life, obviously, look up pantheism. It might be a good belief system for you. And I think that's why um moving on to the Bahai faith. This is a great time to move on to it. That's actually the second religion that we looked at. And one of the videos that we watched and I didn't know this you guys know Rain Wilson now, right? Dwight Schrute from yeah, the, the office. office. Yep. That's so funny, but he's like a big guy in in the Baha'i faith. He's a very vocal member of their community, right? Um, But the Baha'i faith is quite an interesting perspective. Again, I know that in my opinion, it's a lot similar to pantheism. I know Jordan Brown doesn't feel that way, and we're going to talk about that as well. But there's no rabbis, there's no priests, gurus, there's no mullahs. There's no intermediary between the devotee or the follower And the quote-unquote word of God whatever that may be now each religion each like society each belief system uh, they're saying that it has their cosmology right or the study of their cosmos but their cosmology in the sense of their belief system and what that ecosystem of belief looks like Um, for instance you know the cosmology of atheism is science evolution Big Bang we kind of talked about all those things today yeah you know and then they go on to say, right, that the meaning of our lives is completely subjective. If you uh, get empowered or feel good by you doing something, then yeah, stick to that. That's kind of all how we live our lives, irrespective of the religions and belief systems that we follow in a lot of ways. And then one of the things that he says is that since God, and we kind of said this, cannot necessarily be proven or verified, um, there are there are no objective moral truths right that's kind of what we came to at least from this conversation if you look at you know what's the christian cosmology is to achieve salvation through living a certain way through actions and behavior to be achieved in another life in another realm um then there's the baha'i cosmology right baha'i is a faith there was a, a an individual his name he was he was born mirza hussein ali yo what up ali no i'm just kidding um in 1817 he was born in the persian empire he was a from a noble family it was founded in iran right but um yeah iran, that's that's was, the persian yeah. empire so the per- oh, okay. but it was it was not iran then iran came after oh, and iran see, is like aryan long story um okay. they were <laughs> another they, segment <laughs> there were like germanic tribes that came oh, that I see. um but anyway, and that's like different, I don't want to give the wrong information anyway. But they, the guy, he adopted the name of Baha'ullah, which is Arabic. Hello, he's a Muslim guy, whatever it used to be. And it's translated into the glory of God. So his name literally, Baha' is glory and Allah is Allah or God. Um, he was the founder of them, he was a spiritual teacher. And, you know, they also say that there's one God. They say that there's one God and he goes by many names. You know, you can call him whatever you like, but there's that same entity. He's saying that everyone who's praying is is praying to the same God there. For instance, all of them, at least where they align is their gods are all loving, all knowing. And it's a creative force in us, around us, and infinitely many universes as well, right? In that he can function in, he or she, I guess. But the point one uh, of this religion is that there is only one God. There's one God, everybody's praying to the same God. And point two, that there is only one religion. Now, they break down this facet into many different things and that's, um, it, it leads to only one faith is ever unfolding as revealed by that one God and it's gradually updated. They give a classic example of updating your iPhone or whatever. But they are gradually updated by certain divine teachers who come along every 500 to 1,000 years. Um, Jesus, Moses, Muhammad, the other names are Abraham, Zoroaster, if you guys know Zoroastrianism.
1: I've never heard of that.
0: So let me tell you, I, I love this because I learned about this. I didn't even know about it either. It's uh-huh. an ancient religion from Persia, again. And it it's surrounds, it's like Islam kind of, but it surrounds uh, fire, like uh, like an eternal flame type of thing. There they have a historic temple. Um, I believe it's in Iran. The Zoroastrians like if if you ask a lot of the times Iranis are like Zoroastrian. So if you ask some an irani person if he's Zoroastrian, you get some points. That's what I'm saying. Um, but their guy is Zoroaster again, one of these guys that taught be good, love everybody. The, the, but the, there's a temple where they said that there's a, there's a flame not there said there's a flame there that they said has been burning since the beginning of time or the beginning of their you know Zaras or whatever but it's not They it went out and they started yeah. they started the fire again it went out um, then you know they said Krishna Moses Buddha Jesus Muhammad and then um, they called them holy men prophets or messengers and then there's the first guy before Baha'u'llah this guy is called the Bab. Now, the bab in Arabic, Baab, is, or you would say Al-Baab, the bab, which it translates to the door. Or you would say you would say, uh, Al-Baab al-Jannah, which is the gates of heaven. You would say like that, something like that. Um, but the Baab translated, it's the gateway. So he, this is the name of the first, first guy, before this guy. But I think it's referencing like how he was the gate towards this chain of thoughts. I think that's what it's referencing right there. Mm-hmm. And then Baha'u'llah, this guy came about, and he said a number of things, right? Um, he did say a number of things. Now, from what we understand about what their faith is saying, that it's there's this these updates that come, right, through these messengers, and God is updating for that specific place and time what that place and time needs. And I'm gonna break it down what exactly what he says, but. There's this changeless face of God. It is eternal in the past and it is eternal in the future, right? Now, some texts, if you look at Islam and you look at Buddhism, although the texts and stories, they vary significantly, he's once again, or they're once again saying that there are similarities in the prophets' words, right? And in, in the prophets are more or less saying some universal truths. Love everyone, the golden rule. We also accept that there's an afterlife. All of them are saying that if material pleasures will not bring you the salvation or happiness that you're looking for, you are to give yourself, submit in many cases into a ornate divine idea of what is right and what is wrong. So it's not only referencing the Baha'i faith in itself, it's also referencing the construct of religion in our existence in a lot of ways. Hmm. And... um, The next thing I want to tell you guys is like the actual words from the text of what the guy said in terms of what he calls these people, uh, messengers and prophets. But let's discuss a little bit about, you know, what your guys' first impressions were. What did you guys, what do you guys think about the faith and the belief system?
2: Yeah, to start off, I would say that my first impression of this religion is that it's very interesting, very complex, but very simple as well. Mm. When you think about it, All it's saying is that we are in a grand scheme of things trying to simplify It is that it's a religion that takes parts of every other religion and it has followers that may have their own individual personalities to what God is, but God is all the same no matter what. Mm -hmm. There might be minute differences between every single different prophet, but that doesn't take away from what God is. So on that note, I kind of had a question for both of you guys. Uh, you know, with the Baha'i faith, saying that there's different uh, manifestations of God, and you know, Christianity is the belief that Christ is our Savior and our Lord. Then, uh, by interpretation of what Islam is, is that Muhammad is our your the Savior or the, um, the no, he was just the,
0: the, he was just the last messenger. He wasn't yeah. the Savior. Jesus
2: is still the okay, Savior. okay. So so okay. Yeah, he's the messenger. Okay, and then Jesus would be the Savior. So how would you guys, how do you guys feel about the Baha'i faith saying that, no, there's just a different um, impersonations of our manifestations of them. And the differences between that compared to the Baha'i because, uh, because what the Baha'i is saying is that there is no difference between you guys relate I mean, uh, religion in the sense that there's only one God, but Christianity says that no your god is different than well in my yeah. opinion Israel. just god.
0: with just with christianity and islam my opinion is that they're the same story. they're pretty
1: much the same
2: they're yeah. the same
0: stories you yeah. know and the lessons a lot are the same. of the, the like, characters yeah
1: like a lot of the like quran a lot of that stuff is like in the bible and a lot of what's in the bible is in the quran okay right so that's yeah i mean you know you gotta think they both like came out of the same part of the world right mm. they all yeah. came from Israel. Or, you know, Israel, Palestine yeah, just that, there the desert that area, yeah, yeah. but um, I like Baha'i as I said earlier I think it's a cool idea uh, I've had this idea myself and I'm pretty sure I've talked to you two about this right, like um, outside of here but uh, as in I, I, I enjoy the just or not enjoy but I understand where it's coming from as in everybody so i'm a christian that's how i choose to worship god right other people have their ways of worshiping god things that they've been told but you know it's not fair to say that just because like someone hasn't been exposed like christianity or islam that they don't know who god is or what god is and i don't think that's that's so, so you the have case. the
2: different you know you have Jesus being a manifestation of God, and then you have Muhammad being a messenger of God. But, you know, two religions were created, about, created out of it that are, in a way, completely different. And, and people would argue that they are completely different religions because they have completely different teachings. Well, I would but say the people different...
0: making that argument don't know what, what's, up. what's really okay. in there.
1: Because, and as I said, it's different ways of worshiping, right? So everybody has God but they just have their own way of worshipping depending on where they came from and who brought them up. So
0: I believe in the book of Revelations it says that there will be another messenger and I believe that that messenger being referenced is Muhammad. The Quran and other Islamic texts also say that these big guys that we've mentioned, Moses is Musa, David, daoud all these guys that were both mentioned in, in, in these texts, there was also, I think, I don't know how many said, they said maybe 30,000, 35,000, 50,000 other messengers that were sent, so in a lot of ways, that's Zoroaster, that's Buddha, or you know the real his real name or whatever. Because there's been several Buddhas and and gurus. I, there's even arguments made that Nostradamus was a prophet. He mm-hmm. you know he made predictions that were I- insanely descriptive about real world, very dramatic and traumatizing events that in a
2: lot of ways changed the world. I mean like thousands of predictions that came through like this. Um, so with taking that approach then couldn't we say that Gandhi was in a way messenger?
0: Yeah, or a manifestation you could. of God? I because would say you that's... know he
2: doesn't have his own individual religion, but he came at the approach of following god and following the teachings of treating thy neighbor as i would say that
0: i would say that if he was not also flawed in the same way that many men are flawed and the messengers were not and I'll, i have the example so you're my,
2: saying that the sorry to cut you off yeah. but you don't think that the messengers or let's say jesus were flawed at all
1: so jesus in my opinion is not flawed because he is like the son of god but uh the prophets they are still men right mm-hmm. They have flaws, they are not perfect and hence they ask for like forgiveness as what I said, right? There's many depictions of this in the Bible, I'm sure in the Quran too, where they have, you know, repented for their sins or their trespasses. Mm
0: -hmm. They still had to pray, right? They still had to pray. They still had to pray. They still had human guilt. They still had to repent. I'm sure they had
1: all the same things lust
0: and lies and and whatever. and, And I'll say like all of these are contingent then God exists, even pantheism, even the Baha'i faith, right? This is on the assumption because we don't have the real evidence. And you can, I mean, even I would argue, remember I was saying when I saw a parking spot open, that's God, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's because I already believe in God, okay? And that's why I attribute miraculous things in my mind to Him.
2: Yeah.
0: But again, right, the, the perspective exists that maybe He's not real, even if it's you know to say that the universe is God doesn't say that he's not real it just says the universe is God that means you have a different God but to address your question I also do not believe that Jesus was flawed and I mean flawed in the sense like at that time what's culturally what you're not supposed to do and if that's the case what flawed means then in that way that he is flawed because they killed him for not conforming they said don't worship the idols don't don't use interest in banks I mean, don't drink wine in the desert because you're going to get dehydrated and die, okay? These are things that make sense, right? I mean, that's why I'm, so my atheist friend told me the perspective about, you know, eating pork in the desert and pork is a warm meat. You know, so if you eat pork in the desert and you're doing labor, you die. Or you're doing pork. you're eating pork in the desert and you're going to war, you die because you're going to overheat. And that makes so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Even remember I was telling you guys the story because there's so much logic and science behind these things. I didn't things. even know that. Remember I was telling you the story, so um, there was Emperor, Emperor Saladin who ruled from Egypt, he was a general is, Islamist. Um, his head physician was a Jewish rabbi by the name of Rabbi Moses Miamonides. I don't know why I always remember that name, it's a cool name. Um, but he, as a uh, Hebrew, did not eat pork and he wanted to implement that in the Islamic Empire. How is he he can't just go around and tell Muslims how to live, so he has to provide evidence, cost benefit analysis or whatever to yeah. implement that as a policy throughout the kingdom. Ultimately what's what I found was some hilarity in is that this is I read this I couldn't believe my my eyes. And ultimately the reason why in the Kingdom of Islam it was um eating pork was relinquished is because it came down to a cost benefit analysis. At that time, many people were Bedouin. They lived in the desert and moved from place to place and herded animals from place to place. A pig does not have sweat glands. That's why it rolls in the mud and it needs a shitload of water to survive. Now, in, this, in the desert, you're literally going to have to waste all your water just to keep the pig alive. Then you have to build a pen because of the sun sure. so they don't die. By the time they were going from one place to another in their Bedouin tradition, the entire pig herd was dead. So it became inefficient through a cost-benefit analysis to raise pigs, pigs. in the desert. Wow. And
2: then if you eat the pig too, then you die. Yeah. And additively, <laughs> additively
0: <laughs> Islam also says the nature of the pig. And I, That's what
1: I thought it was. I thought it was because they weren't a clean animal. So
0: not only does it eat its own shit, okay? That's number one, its own excrement. It, it's said to have a hedonistic nature. When two pigs are having sex in a pen, the other pigs are watching Like, they gather around and watch the show Mm. and the hedonistic nature of it. I mean, it's a good enough explanation, but I don't know. I never watched pigs fuck and other pigs Well, you know
1: what's really interesting about, like, pigs, right, is pigs, they are actually very intelligent animals. Right? And they're, they're like us, right? They Genetically. Are, they are a lot very like much us. like us. Their brain is almost the same size and operates the same so when they're going to do a brain transplant or a heart transplant. Exactly. They with the catheter with and other things like yes. this. You need to use the yes. pig lining to yes. line it up. And so they're very intelligent animals and I mean they're and they eat their own shit because probably because they're hungry and there's nothing else for them to but eat. But they will eat anything, right? Yeah. they eat Because humans. they're hungry. they
2: yeah. literally yeah. eat humans. They don't and care. Kind of but back the back people
1: will eat people if they're hungry enough.
2: They will. That you
0: know. We'll talk about the Passover.
2: Uh, you know. I can't think about the. What was the pass from? Uh, I'm trying to um, remember too. Going over to California. The Rocky Mountains. The Rocky what happened? Mountain Who was the family?
1: Oh, oh. The family that started everybody. Yeah. I know what you're just talking about.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. Whoever they I were. Yeah. That's a name. perfect that's right. example. Someone that's listening will know what we're yeah. talking yeah, about. Yeah. Dude, like
1: people true. will eat people.
2: It has been shown through yeah. like history. Like this is not a. I mean, not only that sorry to tie tie it back to you know i i I saw an interesting point where you're where jordan brought up that pigs are somewhat like humans they then uh you you know you could look at their brains see that they're intelligent animals um and we even use pigs for human surgery and stuff like that as well and on top of that you know we also use fish for when uh, we use fish skin oh, for, for burns, art, art, for burns yeah. and for skin, yes, to heal it. And it ties it back to the whole uh, evolution aspect of this whole conversation. Um, okay, so if, if we didn't, you know, not necessarily all come from one creature, but if we didn't evolutionize, then we were all com- completely separate beings, then how can we use other other organisms like that for our, our, ourselves and put those into our bodies or use those on our bodies to heal ourselves.
0: Well, you see, this is a really good point because like, at least the Christian and Muslim perspective on evolution, I would no longer believe. Um, if you look at, because we have evidence of otherwise, if you look at now, there is a certain race, I don't know, Sub-Saharan Africa now, there's a certain race of uh, apes, that they're like man-sized apes and they have now started to cannibalize, you know, other things. So you would see like their society basically develop into something bad. And there's other, in in cases, there's a community somewhere else in the world, another community of uh, monkeys and I guess other apes, monkeys. I don't know. But they're like chimps. They're now using stone tools. They're in their stone age. So clearly, if if let's say our human race is completely eradicated and they survive, those monkeys will eventually develop enough to
2: uh-huh. become
0: us. And they're literally in their stone age right now, sharpening stones and using. They're yeah, not building yeah. using houses, tools. Using but it's tools, still really tools. interesting. Yeah, yeah. They, like using tools. Are you kidding me? That's
2: crazy. Yeah. thumbs, man. Yeah, totally yeah. changes the game. Yeah. 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 yeah, can you
0: reiterate your question, maybe so?
2: um that how evolution like if you don't believe in evolution but you believe that we can use other organisms to use our body mm-hmm. like how how can you not believe in evolution and uh, but believe in that because we all come from you know the animal do, do, do kingdom we yeah, come yeah, from we come kingdom. from the animal kingdom and we come from an evolved part of the animal kingdom when you think about it what a years ago when you know, we we are the size, were probably four feet tall. We had hair all over our body. But over generations and generations of human beings, we evolved into the creatures we all are today. Not only are we taller, not only we're, uh, we don't have hair on our bodies, we're smarter. Our minds are... Yeah, and we're adjusted to, to our climate. Design. And, you know, and then you have the perspective of different races. You know, you, the reason why, you know, African-Americans are darker than you know let's say english americans is because of the melatonin uh melanin in their yeah. in their skin and that's because they came from closer to the equator yes. where there's more sun so yes. they needed more melanin in their skin i'm not saying that that changes well, the, mean, way, human from a human but that's historically
0: the truth as well because you know yeah. these nordic people we just moved from it was pangea dude we were yeah one it was place. all yeah. one continent. that's because we evolved yeah exactly because sub-saharan africa is where we were once monkeys but we are literally all african that is undeniable even science has said that
1: yeah and so it's like don't forget remember so i said like there's certain so there's a certain aspect of like evolution right that like (laughs) that makes sense that i in my opinion is undeniable but from my perspective is like did we all come from like a tiny little cell and you know these tiny little atoms right it's like if you look at it in terms of like st- statistically it's seemed it's like a lower than like one percent that we were able to come from this tiny little things to be to like what well, we are now well i mean but
0: I would tell you, you started as a cell in, in your mother's womb. Yeah, you were a yeah, was an egg, right? Was an egg. Yeah, yeah, and yeah.
1: became two. This was and like four. a like reproductive, right? But it yeah. was like a, like reproductive thing because of these bodies that are perfect that were made, and there was like a certain way. You know, this happens, right? It's not like you know our parents oh, I conceive. You know saying. what I mean? It's different. But I'm saying like
0: he makes to come from nothing to like
1: what we are now. as But so the animal like kingdom, yes, we all bleed red, right? We all have a heart. Right, and that's why I'm, I have the utmost compassion for all like living like creatures. Like if someone is mean to a dog, I see like or anything like that, like I will hate you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But come, come on, but, but, but if I step on an
0: they, ant, you're not gonna feel that way. If I kill, they don't a spy, bleed then red, then bro. Could... But they don't bleed red. Yeah, that's they my do. Opinion. They do. They're a living they, so so. they don't
1: bleed red. Yes, it is red. The, bet. 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 Bet bet
0: <laughs> we'll find out We will right, we'll find followers. out Let an killed, an official bet. i have i have killed us plenty know. Of
1: spiders in my day bro do they ants
0: bleed red leave it in the comments anyway. <laughs> Good lord. but but
1: but anyways uh i forget where i was going with this anyway but um yeah i forget where i was going anyway it's
0: a good time to yeah, bring yeah, it yeah. back anyway because the baha'i faith i wanted to read to you guys the exact words of uh baha'u'llah right um and he called these prophets the prophets that all of us historically believe in and at the end of the day you don't have to believe in the prophet but you there's it's history that there was a guy named X and he did this for civilization you can't even with taking the religious text out there's still a history book that said there was this guy that did this stuff historically and and century after century if you look at what he calls it is div, is divine physicians as in these are like physicians you know what do physicians do they provide cures for illnesses. So I'm going to read you. It's, it's like follow along. It's a little bit thick, but um, this is what he actually says. The all-knowing physician hath his finger on the pulse of humankind. He perceiveth the disease and prescribeth in his unca- unerring wisdom the remedy. Every age has its own problem every soul its particular aspiration the remedy the world needeth in its present day afflictions can never be the same as that which a subsequent age may require and then this is like in like some action words that he's saying he says be anxiously concerned with the needs of the age ye live in and center your deliberations on its exigencies and requirements, I
1: think that's really deep. You know, like because, and that's another thing. Like I'm telling you, I kind of like this whole like Baha'i like vibe thing. And as I said, I believe uh, in in the, one of our last you know episodes, um, we're living in in my opinion a godless world right now. Things are seem off the rails. Directions, the world order is. Sh- being like shaken up completely people's interpretations of their reality. reality is being like questions
2: because it's being controlled by the imperfect man true that's a great true point.
1: or it's missing as i said it's a godless world it is missing its next prophet or its next like or person it's too.
0: you know what i think it's missing you guys are both right also but i also think that it's missing truth what actual truth Facts. is yeah nobody knows nobody right? knows we've just been making shit up for a long time so much so that yeah. literally are again it comes back to the, i think da-
1: it's too science-based fam dude damien, Mar-
0: <laughs> damien marley right if the the earth was flat if you went too far you would fall off if now the earth is round if the shape changes again everybody would start laughing. it's so yeah. much so we don't even know what our own reality is right even though it's very subjective but there's been this whole time of our upbringing and of us growing going through life a narrative whatever narrative being imposed on us in so many different ways and i think that's a great place to actually close off because it leaves us with an open-ended question that maybe all of us and whoever's listening can actually you know start to address and is that are you actually aware of your reality and what indeed is reality, because we no longer live necessarily in a collective conscious since reality is so subjective to the individual. And the deeper question that we were addressing today that these religions were trying to answer is that who is God? What is God? How do we quantify? How do we make logic of the Creator? And I think that's a great place to leave it off. Thank you all you know thank you both obviously for being here today. I think we had a great discussion. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, obviously we'll see you next week. Um, got some exciting things in the works definitely guys uh, again thank you very 100, much 100. once again. My name is Ellie Lake, and I, and I was sitting here today with Jordan Brown and Corey Bearclaw. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Good night.